0: Welcome back to the Sports Booth Podcast. Uh, yes, it is me and Hughie back again for another week.
1: Hello, I, it feels like I was just here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I feel like I've never left. <laughs> yes, Hughie's now got a, a spare room, the spare yeah. room locked down as as his own. I'll take,
1: it. I'll take it. It's so close to work here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's it's been a good week, I guess, for myself, uh, particularly against the man sitting right next to me. Uh, just to start off with, worst week. Gold Coast Titans destroy. Use these dragons. Destroy an extra point. Close Um, Close game, and then my hurricanes absolutely demolish the Waratahs uh, by four points. So, as far as I'm concerned, I'm a pretty happy camper for you. You and yourself, maybe not so much. Yeah, not
1: so much. Not so much. Look, I mean, the dragons one, I've got no words for. That was uh, that was miserable. That that shouldn't have been like that. I mean. That we we were we were offered we were out for the f- entire first half of the game when we didn't we had Moses M. by at hooker. I said during our exclusive live stream on Saturday in our pre-show in our pre-commentary show that the in, the in, that I would rant a little bit today about the Dragons. I'm <laughs> going to do it now and. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, you can tell the frustration <laughs> in me. We had Moses M by hooker. First of all, why? Second of all, why? Third of all, it, why did it take to the second half to put Jaden Sullivan on? And, oh, look what happens as soon as he comes on. The try-scoring opportunities start flying left, right, and center. Moses Suli gets his first try of the season, which is hard to believe given how amazing he's been. And Tyrell Soane's in there. He set up a try as well that got called back. So, far out, just fucking play them. Like, you know, they're, there, they're cheap. There's, there's really not much of a drop-off between, you know, the defensive skills of Embi, if you want to say, and Sloan at fullback. Like, I think the myth of, oh, Embi's in there because Sloan's defense isn't good enough at fullback was blown out of the park by the Melbourne yeah. Storm. And he creates attacking opportunities. He's a great runner. Same with Junior Ramon. Same with Jade Sullivan. Just put him on there. The old blokes have had their day. They're there. They're backups now for if the young kids go down injured. Just play him. Play him the rest of the season. Literally, what have you got to lose? We're not in the top eight at the moment. We're sitting at 12th or something like that. Like, what have you got to lose? There's there's, there's no downside here. Oh, you know, they're playing him too early. They're still too young. They might learn bad habits. They're learning bad habits sitting on the (laughs) sideline. They're watching Aaron Woods run 10 metres past the play of the ball (laughs) with the the ball hand and still got it. Every media outlet's replayed that over and over again, and that's a good summary of the Dragons this year, let me tell you. So they're not learning anything by being on the bench. They need to be out there in games having the confidence in themselves. Anthony Griffin, my message to you, play the young guys.
0: (laughs) As you can see see by the beaming smile on my face, uh, I enjoyed the weekend. Uh, Cusy. as you can tell by that rant, did not.
1: Um, I did enjoy the Waratahs game. To be fair, even though we ended up losing that, it was a good game to watch. It was great <laughs> to watch, and it was it was a great competition between two good teams. You know, not the best, neither of the best team in the competition, but two good teams no. going at it. at the Hurricanes are the best. Well, no, a, just no, as I remember, well, the Blues
0: sit at the top and they have one loss in their column, and someone gave it to them, and it was the Hurricanes. And, uh, Doesn't matter; nothing else matters. And who else
1: did the Hurricanes lose to this season? Moana Pacifica, right, and the Crusaders. Oh, Our CT, yeah. yeah. Uh, so twice like, to the Crusaders, actually. yeah. Well, twice to Crusaders, and who did the who are the Waratahs beaten this season? The Crusaders yeah. and Moana Pacifica as yeah. well. Oh, so. Right. But yet to beat the blues. Only but if we're doing beat, carry on logic there, like you were doing. Only team to
0: beat the blues in the season, the Hurricanes best team in the world. Okay, onto the podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's, get, let's let's get, get into we've it. We've had our aunts. Yeah. Let's get into it. So Super Rugby NRL, obviously Hughes already touched Hughes' has already touched on it. But we'll go deeper into what was a great magic round. Yes. And then finish off with some US sports. So on the topic of my Hurricanes being the best team in the league, let's get the results kicked off. Let's go game by game. Highlanders sixty one, force ten. Yep. Demol- dem- demolition this is the, job. This is like, the
1: game that Highlanders have been begging for all season. This is showing yeah, their their talent that they're not that they are just they're the worst of a great lot. Yeah, you know they're the bottom of the top tier.
0: Three games in a row, one from the Highlanders. Starting to send a bit of a message that the Blues, even if you finish top, there's no guarantee you win that 100%. first game. So yep. that was a statement. Force tough season again, like. You're disappointed because normally the force you see a team and you go they always stick in the fight and this is back-to-back yep. back weeks where they've been blowing out a little bit. So we're two next for the force. They've got two games coming up where they've got a game this weekend and then a game against Minor Pacifica midweek next week. So uh, I just kind of go tough sledding for them. Yeah. One. Then, Brumbies versus the Crusaders built up as a match uh, game of the round. Uh, Brumbies, 26, beaten by Crusaders, 37. A little bit disappointed. I mentioned it yeah. in my uh, Super Rugby review that Lolisio and uh, Valentini were out. And it kind of, a little bit, you know, kind of asterisks there. As much as yeah. it's not probably worthy of an 11-point change, but it's Valentini's been one of the best, if not the best, for the Brumbies this season. Yeah. And to lose them was, feels, was big.
1: It feels a little bit like they were rested kind of thing.
0: Well, uh, Valentini's done a hammy. Yeah. So oh, Four weeks L- out it wasn't injured though, No was I don't believe yeah. so I think it was I think he had a little niggle And it was precaution mm. So It was. It might have been well, a probably, safety yeah, choice just, like, yeah, Probably again, just
1: caution On both of them they, so. they
0: still sit above The Crusaders I believe On the ladder Because it goes They're on the same points But then I think it goes wins And they've had one yeah. more win So It's not the end of the world But they have a big game Against the Blues now Where yeah. it's a kind of a must win So When Valentini does come back That'll be a bigger plus But I Actually, we don't know when that is yet. Um, They haven't yet to announce. So, again, a disappointing loss to stop to the run. That was the Brumbies, uh, but a bit more, I guess a realistic approach. They're not going to win every game, but they can yep. still. It's an eleven-point loss with two of your best players out. It's not a end of the world type loss. Uh, third game was the battle of the Pacific, the Duda versus Moana Pacific. Yeah. Uh, we discussed it. I think on the live stream where it was a, an opportunity loss that this game wasn't in the Pacific, as yep. great as it was out at um Combank and Parramatta it still was it was lost that 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 moment there. But a good game of some some exciting rugby, and the Duda pick up their second win. Yeah,
1: they got to I guess because. Uh, Wanna Pacifica don't have the same... I think it's fair to say they don't have the same standard of defence as the other teams in the competition. The uh, the Dura were able to capitalise with their attacking flair a bit 100%. more and they are able to pull off some opportunities that maybe other teams would have denied them. And they looked really good. Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, game four was the Blues. This is the Reds. The Blues keep on rolling. 53-26. Yep. There's not much more. This team can score 40-50 to 50 on any given day. Like yep. They are incredible in attack. Uh, Reds still yet to find that... That win against the New Zealand team. And again, they had patches to score 26 points and they were good tries. Uh, they just they just can't get rid of the voodoo, I guess, that's mm. going on at the moment. Brad Fawn still too nice. Yep. Uh, Waratahs then... is going to be in
1: contention then for, for the, our special award that we'll mention later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll have to be. Waratahs,
0: yeah. 18, Hurricanes, 22. If you watch the live stream... Uh, thank you for joining If you did not yep. Go back and watch all It's a great two hours uh, And yeah I don't know we won't, we won't touch much If you want to learn more About that game Go back and watch the live stream Because yeah. we sat there And then the final game Of the round
1: I, One thing I will say about that game Try the season So go back and watch it Like definitely watch try, it yeah, Try the yeah, season Yeah
0: Waratah's try was, was incredible Yeah Um and then game final game of the round was the rebels just about pulling up oh. off one of the upsets of the season 30 to the chiefs 33 30 26 going into the last minute and then they they threw it away it was yeah. uh it was typical rebels it was just the most typical rebels, rebels thing that happened and and could have been done i messaged husey and i was like the rebels are about to do this hurricanes are about to as get soon, a home home score as call soon as final. i turn
1: on the stream i just see the chiefs scoring and yeah.
0: A prop who steps yeah. about two guys and runs through twenty five meters untouched. So uh, the
1: Theme for this week: props doing good things in the Super Rugby and in the NRL. NRL yes, yes, Ruben Cotter, yeah, try, yes, yeah. yes, yes.
0: Uh, so yeah, that was that was that was the round. I guess two more weeks to go in Super Rugby, and it's yeah. a big two weeks uh, for finding out finals position. The biggest game that's coming up is obviously, well, two big games, I think, are are slated now, because the Chiefs should win out and get into fourth spot. Mm. It's the Brumbies against the Blues, obviously one and two. The Brumbies can win that. They can then push for staying in second spot and have yeah. the home semi final. Blues just want to keep on rolling, I'm assuming. Then the other big game's actually this week. It's the Highlanders versus the Waratahs, and yeah. that'll be the big game because this will decide, I guess, could decide six, seven, fifth, all the way up to fifth with how inconsistent the Hurricanes can be. Uh, so, I mean, that's, that's the big game to kind of decide a few things. If the Rebels had won this game and and it kept a chance at eighth that would have been a huge game yep. now not so much more just for positioning rights for for where the waratahs and highlanders reds hurricanes might finish but two things we're going to go into so let's start off with our we discussed it on the stream and if you didn't discuss it on the stream I'm discussing how James Blackwell the lot for the hurricanes is the nicest guy in world rugby i've
1: got i've got to i, I mean Mend that for you because we we encourage women's sports here. So I'm calling him the nicest player like, in World nicest Rugby. Nicest
0: player in World Rugby. Yeah. No, why why can't we have a nicest woman in World Rugby? Because
1: the award should be equal opportunity for both.
0: You want, you want I was thinking two awards.
1: Two or two separate awards. Two separate awards Yeah, we could do we'll have to we'll we'll workshop this. Workshop we'll work this, work this, work yeah. this. No Super
0: W season at the moment, but yeah. maybe when Super W comes Goes out back. we can come up with Yeah. For now we're gonna call it the nicest player. Yeah. And then we'll decide if we go to the nicest guy. Yeah. Uh so yeah, the nice well I do have nice guy player of the round written
1: down. Okay, well so that, we're going to go with we'll, guy. We'll, we'll, we'll go with guy for now. We'll go with guy for now, and then we'll have a we'll have a nicest girl award. Girl coming award as well. Yep. Cool, excellent.
0: Okay, so this is based off uh, a teammate of ours, uh, yep. the Ox Oscar Alcock, uh from Knox Rugby, who is the nicest player in suburban rugby, Absolutely. or amateur no rugby, as, a, as we no would call it. question. So, so what we've, we've decided to do is we're going to do Ox Knox. <laughs> Ox, nice guy, player of the round, or player of the round. Yeah. So the player of the rounds, James Blackwell, obviously getting into the ears of Hurricanes' captain, Ali yeah. Sevier and Dane Coles. And so what he did, as we speak on the stream, you can explain so nice. it so as, nice. as a Waratahs fan. So
1: the Waratahs, it, with the final score of the game, were within... Uh, Still got a bonus point out of it. But the Hurricanes had a penalty at the end of the game. Uh, they, they took the penalty, tried to score again, couldn't get it. They got another penalty. And uh, and the Hurricanes, uh, obviously with Blackwell, being the nice guy that he is, chatting to his captain, says, let's just kick it out here, give the Waratahs a bonus point. And they did. And the Waratahs got to hold on to that bonus point, uh, despite being... They were a man down because of a card at that time, so... Look, the Hurricanes had every opportunity to score. They could have done it just despite the White House. It wouldn't have benefited the Hurricanes in any way. But they could have just spied the White House, but they didn't. They channeled the energy of the Ox and just (laughs) thought. Let's nice be guys. let's be nice guys here, and they kick the ball out. So, so that's who, that's uh, Blackwell gets our uh, ox nice guy play of the round.
0: Play of the round. The Hurricanes with, with the Blackwells accepted it. Yeah, yep. we give them a big clap all around for for that. Good job, James yep. Blackwell. So we reward
1: uh, sportsmanship on this show. We do.
0: We love it. We love it. And we and and, and a close second is uh, in that game as well is uh, Isaiah Parisi. Yeah. And uh, after just laying someone out. Nicely helps, them yeah, up. helps we, him up, and we noticed it. We, we noticed we It's, know it's all in the live stream, so, so you really should watch. Uh, uh, yeah, he yeah. was a close second, and yeah, in, uh, in, 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 in the week. Well, but he
1: he he gets double consideration because he's got he helps his player up from the ground, and then he just so kindly. Flicks the ball into Dylan Peach foot and makes a try, so he's got double nices in and he's just a great all round guy, Perese. Yes, who is currently
0: injured? MCL. Did you oh, see that? So no, I didn't see at that at the moment. No grade. Uh, if it's a grade one, it can be two weeks, I believe, as yeah. physiotherapist Luke comes out. Uh, <laughs> I think two weeks. Uh, most likely probably a grade two, so it'll probably be four to six weeks. So uh, yeah. may come back at, at, at the right end of finals if he can, um, or at least should be the, back for the Australian yeah. uh, series, which is a, is a big in for more, an more repor- Even as a Waratah supporter,
1: that's more important.
0: Definitely. this is, is The way he's been playing in the past few weeks yeah. are just unreal. So this has now uh, moved, as we moved on to the nice guy, let's go on to the, the kind of the bad about Super Bowl rugby. Yeah. And so... What I've I think, and it was a good. It was a, a, as I sat there waiting for my coffee. I think it was yesterday. Uh, the Blues CEO Andrew Hoare, not to be mistaken for the Andrew Hoare, the former All Black, just a mm. different guy, same namesake, yep. uh, came out and said that the Super Rugby is always going to be a secondary competition to the All Blacks. Okay. Now what he's not saying and what he's saying isn't that Super Rugby should be bigger than the All Blacks. Yeah. He's not saying that, but he's saying Super Rugby. The issue with Super Rugby, and one of the issues, is the All Blacks will always come first. Yeah. And so far first that this makes this competition a lesser competition. Mm. So an example of this, if we look at the NRL, NRL is obviously the biggest competition in yeah. Rugby League. The international stage is near, nowhere near as big as the yeah. All Blacks or anything like that. And we get it. That international rugby is a big money maker. I don't want to take away from that. But the NRL was on a different level to what we saw in Super Rugby and what we yep. see in Super Rugby crowds wise we just saw it with Magic Yeah. Magic Round three days in Brisbane how many people through the gate? 130,000 amazing Melbourne three days in Melbourne how many people through the gate? 30,000 mm. 100,000 less in Super Round compared to Magic Round so the question kind of he's posing he said thankfully the All Blacks coaches have listened and they've lessened the amount of rotation that is needed for players. So I don't know if you know this, but as the All Blacks, if you're a contracted All Blacks player, you have to be rested for a certain amount of games. So they have rest periods. So Richard okay. Melon not playing against yep. the Tars would have been a rest game for him. All the All Blacks have to have that. They've lessened that. Usually it's more. And secondly he kind of said, look, it's not all the All Blacks' fault because you obviously want to put the All Blacks first. They want to win yep. that. But where where do we come into to play? So as I've always harp on about, and I'll keep harping on about, smaller yeah. stadiums. Yeah, absolutely. like Hart Oval, like our Oval, fourteen thousand. We didn't even hear; it. we didn't have the sound on, obviously, as we're as we're talking and commentating. But you could see the crowd was up for it. Yeah, sometimes too abusive, as will see uh, <laughs> uh, pointed out. But again, it was a fantastic environment for the New South Wales Royal Roar players.
1: I was uh, lucky enough to get to Leichardt Oval on Sunday, uh, which I'll talk about when we get into our NRL stage. And yeah, you're so close to the action there. Um, it's it's a small st- it it looks bigger on TV than what it is in person. You're yeah. much closer. Uh, like I wasn't even in the, the front row, but you're you're so close. If you're in the front row, you're literally like on the bench. Yeah, it's it's great. Uh, you you feel so close to the game there. We went to Combank Stadium earlier in the year for Waratahs versus uh, Fiji, and you felt pretty far away there. Like, yeah, I, I having now gone to a game at Leichhardt, even though, even though it wasn't a Super Rugby game and going to Super Rugby game at Combank, I would have rather the game was at Leichhardt. It might be more difficult to get to, but we've got other smaller stadiums that are easy mm-hmm. to get to as well. Um, yeah, and I think that Super Rugby should always come second to the international games, and you use the bigger stadiums for the international games and make it more special. Uh, keep the Super Rugby games at the smaller venues where it's nice and tight, and the crowd is like it feels bigger than what it is even like it has more of an impact that way and and yeah just uh, uh, except that there is a difference between, between Super Rugby and NRL like it, of course there is like the NRL main co- Rugby World Rugby is bigger across the world than World Rugby League is Yeah, so that's why the NRL is a bigger competition the NRL is also a much more localised competition as well there's not one team for all of New South Wales there's twelve 11-12 teams there's yeah. a lot so eleven teams. Or 10 if you count Canberra as a different state. Whatever. Yeah, 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 uh yeah. so yeah, I, I, I I'm I'm warming even more to your to your proposal of the smaller stadiums. I think it's a great idea. Uh, and look, maybe one day it'll get back to it'll get to the stage where those bigger stadiums are called on again. But I think unfortunately what comes into it as it always does is money, is contracts signed by these stadiums to host games and things like that. Um yeah, I just don't – I don't know if it's there. And even if it – yeah, I don't, I don't know if the people are there yet. And if they want the people to be there, they need to do a better job advertising and things like yeah. that, which is hard because the main partner of uh, Super Rugby is in Australia is now Channel 9, who are also big partners of the NRL. So they're yeah. never going to be 100% committed to to pushing it, yeah. which is unfortunate.
0: And now the, the second thing that kind of came out of this article and, and the chat with uh, the Blue CEO – was the fact that there's talk about a world club league or a world club competition now I know we you mentioned yeah. this a few few podcasts ago and it was at detriment to super Rugby and that was my issue like it was, uh, again it's a good idea I don't know how it logically works I don't know I don't know um, if you've ever seen it but there's a oh, I have to a rumor of the page and maybe I'll bring it up later I think it's the the rugby center or something like that yeah. and they do a ranking of uh, club-based teams or super rugby based teams and all. Across the world, any club-based team. Yeah. So Blue's currently set up at the top. I think it's like Leicester, Leicester Tigers, second, uh, Wasps, all that, you know, all the way down, all the teams. And I'm like, man, that's a fantastic, yeah. fantastic thing. Fantastic idea for a competition. I don't know how it works logically. That That's the issue. Like, how do we fit this into the calendar without ruining something? Now, yeah. he his thought, or the, the talk is that it might take away the finals so that they just wouldn't have any finals. And so it would be a ladder that's competition, which mm. is an idea I don't, I think if you're going to do that, and I like... If you're going to do that, you need a midweek competition similar to the FA Cup, where it's a knockout competition, and, a, you know, like, building up so that there's a chance that, yeah. you know, like...
1: You need... you need The Blues
0: could win... Yeah, you, you need know, finals. If you, 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 see, if you're going to do... If you're going to... Like, as we discussed, like, last... Like, uh, a few weeks ago, I think you need finals. If you don't, if you did lead a competition, you need something else there. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, the Blues have pretty much won this year. Because yeah. it happens, you know, the EPL happens. You're yep. going to have some... Years where it's close, some years where it's not, but at least you've got like the FA Cup. They've got you know the EFL, and then you've got. I mean, again, look at Liverpool
1: this season and things like that. You yeah. Go for the
0: quad type thing. So I go. There needs to be more. So I mean, there's lots, lots of good ideas I see coming from this, and lots. I think for the first year of Super Rugby Pacific, we've taken a step in the right direction. Yep. Finally, like,
1: if anything, what I would like to see is take weeks out from the regular season of Super Rugby, just have every team play each other once. Yep. Take away some of those double matchups because you're not, you're not even playing everyone twice yeah. you're not even playing everyone in your own conference if you're gonna call it a conference once uh, sorry twice so yeah take away those extra couple of games there that's you play it's what you play three teams twice yeah take those three weeks away there's a three week gap for you in yeah. there and then you can you can fit some stuff in there push some other stuff back um, yeah look rugby's a long it, it's a long year um, for to, to be a professional rugby player but I mean that's what you get you get, you get paid the, the big money for um, yeah, I think it would be cool. And then I think uh, you host um, one year in, in Europe, one year in the southern hemisphere kind of thing, you rotate where it is, but because you 'cause you can't be doing any international travel. Because that's, that's well. what
0: I'm like. I'm like, as much as like how like how does it work? Is it do you put a like a group format, a group stage format? Because if you do that like, like yeah. how long are they going over for that, like the yeah. month, two months? It's just like
1: I think yeah, I think it's gotta be um, Yeah, it's it'll it'll it'd have to be something like that. You might have to have uh three teams. You have six teams all up. Yeah, uh three teams in a group play each other once, and then uh top two teams in each go in one v four uh one versus two in each, and then finals kind of thing. So that's Mm. so that's what that's five games for each team if you if you go if to to win the whole thing. I see.
0: Interesting. Again, uh, yeah. still just ideas being chucked out there. Stuff I saw talked about. Uh, it would be interesting. Honestly, look, yeah.
1: Any anything. I'm glad that they're thinking of expanding and improving. It's, yeah, it's a good sign. That's what you, that's what you need. You don't want to be think. You don't want to be just just maintaining or just looking to recede like there was a few years ago. I, I look. I, I can't tell you how happy I am that the Western Force uh, are back, back and, word, yeah. and like it's it's great. I'm not a Force fan. I'm not. I don't have any associations with Western Australia, but it's just good to have them back in there.
0: And I think, yeah, 100%, I think it's it's great for the comp. And I don't think, as much as there is talk about Australia not having the the depth and, and talent enough for five teams, I think it's it's still better to have them than to yep. not have them. Um, what, what I, mean, is, I, mean, I, mean, I been think I think this year,
1: this year has shown as well that that's not true because, you know, the force of one game is against the other Australian teams and things like that. The Rebels have done the same thing. Like, we've got Fiji and Moana Pacifica in there now as well. So, yeah, look, I, I don't think that's... That's true at all. And we're not even seeing, like, what everyone thought that uh, New Zealand teams were just going to whitewash Australian teams this year either. So it's not as yep. if the talent's being spread too thin from the other the other teams.
0: Now, there has been talk in, in, in international, as we go into international, yeah. of a new world league. Yeah. Uh, so the world league would basically have two international divisions. Um, group A would be your six nations. Mm-hmm. Group B would be your Southern Hemisphere's teams with, so your rugby championship with Japan and Fiji, chucked in. Yeah. Then you have, di- that was Division 1 called Nations Championship. Then you have Division 2, uh, which would be the Challenger Cup, which would be all your kind of smaller divisions. So Group A are like your Georgia, uh, Spain, Romania, Netherlands, Russia, I believe that's Namibia as well. Uh, yes, yes, Namibia. Yeah. And then in Group B, you've got your all your islands. You've got your Uruguay, Canada, America, Tonga, Samoa, and Chile. Mm. So those would be the two divisions. What would happen is that you'd play everyone from the other divisions. So if, for an example, in your July test and your autumn test, if we have the one used here, the rugby centre that's used, Ireland play South Africa, Wallabies, uh, Japan in their July test and then an the autumn test They play the All Blacks, Fiji, Uruguay uh, not Uruguay, sorry, uh, Argentina then you have a final um, promotion and relegation and a final so mm. say each division you've got Ireland, France you know the six nations Ireland won all six games and then the All Blacks won all six games and they one. Uh they would play each other in a final and then you have relegation so Japan and Italy say so they both finished bottom mm. they would play the winner from the B Divisions. This would continue, like Six Nations and Rugby Championships could still continue because yeah. it wouldn't change that. All it's doing is adding a World League-type system to it. Thoughts, comments, concerns. I know you haven't heard that. I had a read it. Yeah. I'll let, share my thoughts after I hear your initial thoughts.
1: So the the promotion relegation would just be from what group they play in next year, essentially kind of thing. Or is it saying that that that's promotion relegation from Six Nations and from the rugby? No, rugby no, team? no. Just
0: just what group they? So Six yeah. Nations rugby yes. championship. It's only this Division One, Division Two that they change. Yeah. And so like a Group A to get promoted, Group A has to go to Group A. So yep. even in like Samoa can't end up in with the oh. Scottish rugby group. Like yep. you know, like they have to get they'd have to beat Japan and the end. Of yeah, that's what I'm saying. So in. They
1: would get into Group. So yeah, they get into Group B. Yeah. Okay, but they wouldn't replace them in like in
0: rugby a- championship Six Nations. Yeah. That stays the same as it is.
1: So, so when is this? When is I guess when is this going to happen? What's it taking the, the? It doesn't
0: take anything out because all it's doing is taking out the July and autumn tests. So like, imagine your July series is against currently just England. Yeah. Oh, okay. So instead, so it instead be- of instead instead of that, you'd be playing three different teams.
1: Uh, okay, I see. So you're not playing everyone in, in Group in A. Group. Okay, I see. I see. So it's only three games out of that. Alright, very interesting. Very interesting. I think it'd be cool. I mean, it's how do I put this? It's I think it's really I think it's I don't think it's a bad idea because I think getting to see Australia play a lot of different, different international nations, teams yeah. is cool. Rather than just seeing the rugby championship teams and then one European team every year. Yeah. I think that's a I think that's a really cool thing, uh, personally. Uh at the same time that I do like the way the like the July an autumn test system yep. where it is it is like another little championship within that. I mean, I guess I just like watching rugby, so I just like seeing more of it. But uh, there's limited time. There's only so much the body can take, kind of thing. Um, so I don't know which I would prefer out of the two. We
0: discussed this, and I know we discussed. We said like because they were discussing Rugby World Cup every two years, I think this would be fantastic for a little bit of excitement, like yeah. the build, and, and to get into that final. Uh, we needed something else, and if they could yeah. do this every year, I think it's a great idea. The yeah. more the more rugby, you know, Italy and, and someone, and the fact that there's a relegation and opportunities for teams to actually yeah. set goals and win something, I think is a fantastic idea. I do love, like, it is going to be fantastic, again, tickets to Sydney to watch England versus Australia, Uh Game three, if it's tied one all, those series sometimes can be so fascinating. Yeah. But, so I don't know. You you lose that, but you gain this. It's it's a tough one. Uh, yeah. So I guess I guess we'll, I'm interested to hear everyone else's thoughts as well, yeah. and 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 what they think about that. If this world league would work well, um, and and kind of reactions to it. Uh, but yeah, for me, I think it's a good idea. It's just. It'd have to be executed quite well. We'd have to be, again, done well. But I, I, really liked, you know, the 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 way they built up this the the Autumn Nations last year and, and that whole series and everything like that. So yeah. definitely potential for it. Let's let's move on to the NRL. Eh? Let's move on. All righty, on to the NRL. The good, the bad, and the ugly, as we always do, week by week. We will do this, and by the end, we'll have a good and bad and ugly for the whole year. But my good for the. For the week or the, the round 10 was Magic Rounds. Yep. A return to glory again. It just shows what can be done when you put together a round like that, I think. The NRL have just hit it spot on. They actually put some good games on this year mm-hmm. compared to last year, although some of those games were disappointing. The uh, Panthers versus the Storm disappointed a little just because of uh, the result and stuff like that. But again, a fantastic round, mm-hmm. fantastic games all across the board. Cool to have all, you know, free games across um, yep. each day and so on and so forth. The bad was the Bulldogs. Now, the bad for the Bulldogs is, in many ways, their performance against the Knights was below average. They they lost a game that was winnable. They also ruined the perfect round for tips. So I was 7 out of 8. They ruined that. Not only was I so confident in my tips, I put $5 on at Sportsbet on all my tips, including South Sydney 1-12 to over the Warriors, which they made a fantastic comeback. to just about ruin that. $5 was paying... Think about six hundred odd dollars, so two and a half k, three k, down the flusher because the Bulldogs can only play good against the Sydney Roosters, apparently. Yeah. And then last, the ugly, also stemming from the Bulldogs, is the Trent Barrett situation. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. All right, I'm coming close to the mic for everyone. Is Trent Barrett a good rugby league coach? I'm unsure. Mm. The jury's very much still out, and if you would say yes, you'd be. Probably crucified. Shaking
1: like. magic eight ball, answer unclear. Please yeah. ask again later.
0: Probably not. But yeah. there are so many raps on him when he was at Panthers in the junior system about how great of a coach he was. I can't believe he's not at least a decent coach.
1: And as well, the Panthers players saying that he was great as their attacking coach there. The fact that Viliami Kickow is left the Panthers and he's going to go play for the Bulldogs next year, probably because Barrett was the coach there. Matt Burton as well. Exactly.
0: So there's, there's lots of things where I go... Something's there. He's got he's got some talent there to coach. He needs some time off now, I think, definitely. Take a break, assistant coach, sit in that role for a few years, build up the pedigree, leave this shit show behind you. Now, my issue is, A, he wasn't given a great roster. No. B, the roster he got this year, we all knew it was going to take time to build. Now, yeah. they were picking up two really good pieces in Marnie and out for next year. So my question is to the Bulldogs, what the fuck is going on? Because A... If he wasn't that good of a coach and you were, this chatter that he was going to be sacked is only into round 10 when you kind of expected this was going to happen. Why did you even start the season with him? Yep. Surely you bring someone else in you and you go, look, it doesn't matter what results you get. We're just going to start with him fresh new. The fact that he's been pushed to the point of resigning makes me think that he was obviously felt no trust behind him. Other than, yep. I, I would say Gus Gould, what he said is probably, I reckon Gus trusted him, but mm. the board didn't. So I kind of go, man, I feel bad for Barrett. I feel bad for the Bulldogs fans because... Unless you get, a, a, I don't like. I don't know who you signed to, to right these wrongs. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I can't see a coach out there where I go, oh yeah, that's a great pickup, you've done really well, which you could have done at the start of the season and just gone, let's part ways with Barrett. Yep. So uh, that's been such a messy situation, such an ugly situation to lose to the Knights, to be bottom of the table without pretty much coachless. I go, that's, that's my ugly for the week.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at the NRL this season. You look at the, the teams that have had the... Most off-field drama, most messy drama. It's the Knights and the Bulldogs. Where do they sit? Bottom of the table, Bottom pretty table. much. Yeah. So I yeah, agree with you there. All right, on to my good, bad, and the ugly. So my first good uh, of the round is rugby league-related, but it didn't happen in the NRL this week. So uh, on Sunday, I was lucky enough to go to Leichhardt, Oval, as I previously <laughs> mentioned, for the New South Wales uh, Police Force City versus Country game, where my cousin Marcus Kreese... Um, whose last name was incorrectly pronounced on the weekend, <laughs> um, played in that and actually scored a double for City uh, against Country. Unfortunately, uh, uh, Country were too good for, for City this year. Um, but all the same, is a great uh, event. Uh, there were other matches on as well. There was the Police Force Ladies, and there was also the uh, City vs Country Disability League game as well. Um, so it was a great day. Uh, tremendous uh, entertainment. And uh, yeah, shout out to my cousin Marcus Crease for scoring a double. And if the selectors for the New South Wales Police Force Origin series are listening, there's a talented winger there with some pace that you oh, should winger, look Oh, winger, yeah, winger, double to, on a wing. Yeah, so yeah, oh yeah, great, great tries as well. Absolutely put in all the effort. Didn't just capitalize off everyone else's work. <laughs> Not a traditional winger at all. Uh, but yeah, if the selectors are listening for the uh, New South Wales Police Force Origin Blue Squad. There's a there's a winger there that uh, needs a home. So. Take oh, him get in. Get him on the wing. Yeah, Get him on the wing. All right, so that was my first good for the round, and that was at hard Oval, which looked great after the Waratahs game. Couldn't really see much damage to the turf at all. Um, it was a great venue to watch a game at, as I said. Uh, yeah, really entertaining day. My next good, uh, of course, has... And it's me eating a bit of humble pie I'll yeah. go Thank you. Is the is the North Queensland Cowboys, <laughs> who I had ranked at the start of the season as the second bottom team and after rank one, round one as the bottom team after losing to the Bulldogs, who I now have sitting at third in my power rankings after the Eels uh, fell down. In fact, I think they've been third two weeks in a row, who had an incredible game against the West Tigers. And this wasn't the West Tigers of early season where they just looked absolutely shocking. This was a good West Tigers outfit that was starting to put it together and one of the miracle tries of the season with Murray Taolonghi. You think he's on the ground and the ball just comes out of nowhere for Scott Drinkwater. Incredible, incredible try. And then you also had Ruben Cotter running 40 metres for his first try in the NRL, dumbing to no one and beating the fullback. <laughs> and that's the thing. I was said it while I was watching it with my dad. I was sitting there watching it. I'm like, the fact that he's actually dummy to no one has got him the try because the fullback is sitting between him and Dearden, who's on his other side. So he's looking to intercept the pass or make the decision at the other moment. But Ruben Cotter kind of goes the other way because he mistakes where Dearden is. And that's what gives him the try. And I thought that was amazing. And that is a team where things are just going right at the moment. And that's what you need sometimes in the NRL. This was a team at the start of the season where things were just going wrong, like like the like what happened with the Bulldogs. Things are just going wrong. Something's happened there in North Queensland, maybe it's the Todd Payton effect. Yeah, I know you're a big Todd Payton fan. He, he's he's building it up. And I think, you know, I was wrong. Eating my own words here. North Queensland Cowboys, all the makings of a top four squad at the moment.
0: Talking about them and and about how great they were, I think, and I'm just getting the stats up. Okay, so firstly, both of us, I ranked them 12th for, for standing yeah. predictors at the start of the season. You ranked them 14th. What was... Fasc- think,
1: oh, 14th, not 15th.
0: Fourteenth. Who did
1: I have them? I probably had the Tigers at fifteenth or something.
0: You had Knights and Tigers. Oh, there yeah. you go. Well, knights at fifteenth, Tigers at See, lottery.
1: I I already I predicted at the start of the season knights were going to be bad, didn't well, I? Well, I, 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 see, I said at
0: knights at fifteen and dogs at sixteen, yeah, so I'm pretty much. We were right
1: both on. we were both
0: on it. Uh the, the, the fascinating thing about this game is Jason Tamilolo played a total of thirty-one minutes.
1: Yeah.
0: They could rest him and just said Hey Tigers, do something about it.
1: That's, that's probably incredible. that's probably what has actually changed is that they've changed the game plan from having to beat everything through Tamalolo, which they used to have to do, which is why I won the Dahlia medal. Like he's that good of a player. But teams are learning to counter him now. He's still in his twenties, but you know, he's getting older. Like the
0: fact he, is I think he's gonna strike at the right end of the season yeah. and they're gonna be like they've teams got, playing them yeah, going they going don't in real trouble.
1: Well yeah they they teams have to focus on other players now as well, and that'll open things back up for him. Again, so yeah, look, I think it's a I think things are going well for the North Queensland Cowboys. I think they're gonna to continue to go well.
0: Todd Payton fan club. Right yeah,
1: here. The bad for the round was the uh Cornella Sharks decided to play Nico Hines at fullback instead of seven with the absence of Will Kennedy. Um something I probably should have factored into my tips for the round. Uh was the fact that they had uh two two uh two outs due to uh due to red cards. Uh but yeah, Nico Hines at fullback works when He's on the Storm when he's got Jerome Hughes and Cameron Munster at 6 and 7. Not so much at the Sharks, where Matt Moylan's at 6 and was, was it Trindle at 7? Trindle at 7. Even, yeah. so, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Yeah, not, not
0: only did I tip my Raiders, but my Raiders spanked the yeah. Sharks.
1: The other part of this bad for me is is actually a throwback to uh, last, last round, to round 9, where the Sharks were playing uh, the Warriors. And the Warriors had a two-man advantage at one point and a one-man advantage for all the game and just couldn't score against the Sharks. This week, the Sharks had a one-man advantage against the Raiders <laughs> and just couldn't score as well. Karma is a fickle bitch, and it came back to bite the Sharks. So, yeah, the, I think Craig Fitzgibbon is going to look at that and realise, okay, Nick Hines you need, to stay at, you need to stay at seven. We can. I, would, I wouldn't
0: mind him staying at fullback for one more week.
1: Uh, they're playing, playing the yeah, I, was say, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say let me check this um, all right and my ugly for the round is the Manly Sea Eagles um, everyone knew the Brisbane Broncos were going to have a big game magic round Adam Reynolds so on and so forth Tommy Tobo back people are like oh manly with the upset all three triple playing. yeah triple T. Hold up and bring Trebajovich back. As a Blues fan, hold hold up, hold up. <laughs> no. He was not. He's not the same Trebajovich at this moment. He's not fully recovered. Why'd you bring him back into this game it, it, too early? And the Broncos ran over the top, stampeded the Seagulls. Yeah, thirty-eight <laughs> to nil. He's chipping and chasing off the top, looking like me playing touch footy on Sunday, chipping the ball <laughs> myself. Like, like, that's that. Yeah, that's the that's the you know, just very <laughs> ugly from the Seagulls, who had a couple of good weeks where you thought, okay. Seagulls are maybe back in some contention here. No. After this week, just... Just oof. done. Yeah. Just... Keep playing,
0: Trabojevic. Get him out for the uh, right. origin, and then we can be... Right You're not even a go.
1: Queenslander, mate. Just give it up. Uh, yes,
0: yeah, so that was a good, bad, and ugly for the NRL Round yep. 10. Let's move into American sports to finish up. NBA, we're down to semifinals, conference finals. The big boy talk. It's the Celtics versus the Heat, and the Mavs versus the Warriors And yeah.
1: Playoffs. I think I think we both went two out of four for our playoffs. I think so, so we're, I think you went I pick, I picked the Bucks. Yeah. I, no, I picked the I picked the Bucks and the Heat. Um Heat with the provision of MB, but MB, yes. MB came back and they still were poor anyway, so when maybe I can't. The 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 drop, yeah. uh, but I picked the Suns and the Warriors. So uh So you went three? Sorry? No, I'm, three? At, I'm at two. Oh,
0: did you put the 76ers?
1: No, no. So I didn't pick the Celtics. I picked the Bucks. Oh, you did pick the Bucks. Oh, yeah. I picked the,
0: yeah, and I picked the Mavs and the Warriors. Yeah, yes, that is correct. Did
1: I pick the Warriors? I don't know. No. I'm taking two. We'll go two. back. Either I'm way, two. Either way uh, were, we we didn't. The, from what from what I saw today from social media and from uh, group chats discussing the NBA, Suns look oh whoa, absolutely, whoa. absolutely poor. Twenty six points at the half. It was yeah. the
0: most disappointing. And two two of the most disappointing game sevens I've watched yeah. in a while. To be
1: fair, like and just. there's a certain. Curse that I've been encouraged to talk about, which I won't talk about uh at the moment because it's inappropriate for the contents of the podcast. <laughs> uh, it's a Kardashian curse. it's The Kardashian oh, it's, curse yeah. struck Devin Booker. <laughs> seems to be, seems to be. <laughs> no, ben wrong. Simmons hit the hit the wall. Devin Booker's hit the Kardashian curse wall. Yep. And uh maps through. Uh look, I I, I I do like Luka Doncic. Yeah. I think I that's yeah, like I think it. that's how I say Don his Don last think, name. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be a great Western Conference finals. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals should be great as well. Uh, disappointed not to see the Bucks get through, but far out. Giannis needs some help.
0: Yeah, uh, it, was,
1: it was. Giannis, a, sorry, Giannis needs some help.
0: Fascinating. It's a fascinating Final Four, and what I'm actually just going to do is bring up the odds for mm. each of them because I don't know who's favourite. If you took a guess, who would you who would you say is favourite?
1: I am saying, oh, I think the Heat's probably the favourite just because they're the higher seed, uh, and then the Warriors as well.
0: Wow, interesting. So at the moment to win the championship. Just to to win the championship. Warriors are paying two twenty. Yeah. Celtics are three dollars. Heat are five twenty. Mavs are seven seventy five. Yeah. See, I really like the Mavs in the matchup versus the Warriors because I don't think I think Clay can potentially guard. Mm. Uh, he did Luka. get injured
1: as well. Clay, Clay in game six. Isn't yeah.
0: It? Yeah. And so I'm not sure about his, his status, but I don't think he could do it for a full game. So I'm really excited to see what Luka Donich can pull off against the Warriors. I'm going to have them. Sliding into the finals. Now, the Celtics versus the Heats, yeah, I really dislike both of these teams. Um, A, because one of my best mates from home, Ben Hamilton, likes the Heats. Mm. Ever since LeBron James jumped ship, so I wonder what happened there. Uh, and the Celtics, if I had to choose one, gun to my head, I would say the Heat with Jimmy Butler's probably going to win, unfortunately.
1: All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the Celtics and the Mavs. Is my oh, prediction. you're going to on
0: Mayers as well. Yeah. They're yeah. Making Luca to, to.
1: Yeah. Oh, on. I think because Clay's injured. Yeah. I don't know how long he's going to be out for. It sounded from the little I've picked up, I don't follow the NBA that closely, but from what I picked up, seemed to be uh, a significant injury that would affect the series. Uh, and then on the Celtic side of thing, I think they're just sort of finally putting it together after so many years of reaching the conference finals and not making it. Um, yeah, this could be their year. Yeah. Uh, if not, look. Uh, I think it's gonna. It's a big credit to Jimmy Butler going to the Heat that out of uh, two out of three years they'll be in the uh, in the finals if they do make it. And so that's pretty impressive. Me too, um, So, and I think that really adds to his legacy. Uh, but, Yeah, I'm picking Celtics and Mavs here. I can't say 100. percent Why? Just, just like it. Just yeah. gut feeling. Go Alrighty,
0: uh, on to the NFL, uh, just quickly. Jarvis Landry signs with the Saints, which
1: I think is a very good pickup. Back up. home. Oh, yeah, the Saints are putting together a hometown team. Free, Jarvis Landry free, and free, uh, uh, Honey Badger.
0: Three wide receivers now who are uh, yet to play, didn't play for the Saints last year, will be their free starting wide receivers like that with Michael yeah. Thomas, was it Olave? Did they drop him? Chris Olave or, and, and then, uh, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. J- James
1: Winston, it's great for James Winston. I think it sounds like Thomas is... Because Thomas basically he took himself out last year. He said, "I'm just, I'm not, I'm just recovering from this injury. I'm not playing." Uh, kind of thing. He probably could have played, but just decided not to. Yeah. He sounds like he's coming back more motivated. Sounds like he fell out with Sean Payton a bit, and he's kind of getting back in with Dennis Allen. Um, Jarvis Landry is a reliable pair of hands. If you could throw the ball to him, Baker Mayfield, <laughs> uh, and uh, and Chris Love's a young, talented wide receiver. That's great for Jameis Winston. He couldn't ask for a, a better situation to be in. He's got. I think Alvin Kamara will be playing. I don't know. He got arrested at the Pro Bowl. I don't know what going <laughs> yeah, of that. I haven't heard of I that, that sin. since. That, to be so, fair, yeah, who, good who good knows? Um, just like Deshaun Watson, don't know what his status is going to be for the season. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I still think it's a good situation for James Winston. Yeah, 100%.
0: Uh, The only notable trade that's happened is uh, Raiders trading Brian Edwards to the Falcons, so we actually get some wide receivers in our team. Um, It was only for a a seventh and a sixth, I think, so we gave them a six; they gave us a seventh, so nothing big there. Schedule was released, though, so fascinating. I think first week, the big one was the Broncos versus the Seahawks. That's the big kind of everyone watching that one, and overs, unders will be released, so we may do a video over what we think everyone will get in the overs, unders, um, and so on, so forth. Yeah. Other than that, the EPL is down to the last game of West Ham drawing with Man City, Mm -hmm. as long as uh, Liverpool get a win, but I think both teams, I think Man City have Aston Villa as their last game at home, Um, so you'd expect a victory for Man City and to lock up the Premier League glory again, Mm. again, as I try and find it to confirm. Um, I believe that is on this weekend as well. Seven days' time at 1am, yes. So should we have anything? You know, I think it's Sunday, six days' time at yeah. 1am. Um, so yes, if uh, Liverpool can beat, if they can beat Southampton this round, they'll be one point behind as we go into the final yeah. game of the season. So I think it should be a Man City win. for Foden, twin player of the year. Because uh, I predicted it, we'll have to go back and do a mid-year review of our predictions. Because I think a yeah. few of yours haven't gone so. No, uh, I don't think
1: so at all. Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton's not doing well. Yeah. What else? I don't. Rem- that's the only one I can remember. That's a uh, lot. Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Will Jordan's looking like it may be a potential world rugby player yeah. over here. So we'll see how that goes. Um,
1: I predicted yeah. Bledisloe to come back. I remember that one? That's looking. That's looking possible. Yeah. Sure. Possible.
0: Sure. Yeah. Did you take drugs today before the podcast? <laughs>
1: I've had
0: a couple of coffees on that caffeine high, mate. Uh, Other than that, that is the podcast today, 21. Yep. Um, I think, yeah. Sweet
1: 21. Sweet 21. Yep.
0: All right. Over and out. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back again next week. Bye. Peace.